Hello and welcome to Jonas's movie serenade. Um, I know that serenade is usually most of the time associated with music, but I looked it up and it's also for entertainment, so might as well thought that's a good title for this podcast. But um, the whole point of this podcast is to really get you to watch movies more and maybe um, watch them more on a deeper level. Like, there's a lot of good movies out there that are really good on the surface level and you don't have to think or anything when you watch them. You just kind of just zone out, look at the screen, and they're amazing. But there's also other movies that are pretty good on surface level but are actually really amazing when you really think about everything that's subtly put in there and that it kind of takes, like, a keen eye to notice. And since I'm a little under the weather and I don't have anyone as a guest right now, that's coming up um, in the next podcast, hopefully. But um, for now, it's just going to be me. And since it's about movies and this is a good intro to movies, I just thought, what's better than to talk about my favorite movie that I know the most about? So today I'm going to be talking about Ratatouille, which I know that most people are like, what the heck? That's like a kid's movie. But yeah, it's a kid's movie and it's made by Pixar and like Disney and all that. But at the same time, it's, I believe, Pixar's last movie that was targeted towards adults and their mindsets and, like, being influential to them as well, if you really think about the movie. Um, there hasn't been a movie since Ratatouille, by far, made by Pixar, that has been influential like this. And I'll get to that later on, but that's just, like, a heads up. Um... Ratatouille is one of my favorite movies because it has an amazing score and at the same time it has amazing cinematography as well, being in an animated film. And that's really hard because, yeah, you get to control the camera and like post-editing and all that, but it's hard visualizing it through like a computer screen rather than actually like having live sets and everything, which is really unique and cool. Um, has a good plot. It's not a classic bad guy, good guy plot. Um, yeah, there's like a antagonist and a protagonist, but within like 75% of the movie, um, the antagonist is in it and then the rest, the rest 25, he's like out of it. And that's when like the movie really starts to pick up pace and like really starts to like begin to shine more because... The antagonist is out of the way, and then Remy gets to have a spot and go for a way he wants to go for. Um, so yeah, just some basic facts about Ratatouille. I should have started off with that, but just some basic facts. Um, <clears throat> it came out in June two, June twenty ninth, two thousand seven, which is crazy because that was about thirteen years ago, and I never saw this movie in theaters because it was just I was a little kid. And one of the biggest points about this movie is that when you watch it as a little kid, it's it's mediocre at best. You don't really see a lot in it. It's just about a rat cooking. But as I've grown older, since I've been like, honestly, like last year or so, um, started to like really see what this movie has to offer. Um, <clears throat> it made 600 and 20.7 million dollars in the box office which is pretty good considering everything 
and the director is Brad Bird, um, possibly one of the most best animated directors of all time. He directed Credibles. He did, I want to say Finding Nemo too. Um, he did Incredibles, Incredibles 2, Iron Giant, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, and then Tomorrowland. Um, Tomorrowland was pretty good, but it was kind of like his last of what he had left. <laughs> but Rad 2, I think, is possibly one of the best, tied with Incredibles. But this is about Rad 2, so I'm going to stick to that. Rad 2, in my opinion, is amazing because of everything that it has to offer. And if you really look at it, there's so much that it brings. There's so many vibrant colors and within the scenes. There's that one scene where Remy, he combines the flavor of the strawberry and the cheese. And then he closes his eyes. There's like swirls of colors and everything. And if you watch that movie, then that's probably one of the main scenes you probably remember. Because it's amazing. And the whole theme of this is chasing your dream. Because Remy, he literally became so hungry that he made up this figure of imagination within his head and it's his like his role model his like dream person that he wants to be taught by and through this he it's not really chef Gusteau who's really telling him new stuff it's really himself but he doesn't realize that for like a really long time um the score by Michael Giacchino is amazing. I think it's probably his best score out of all the films that he's done. Um, it's amazing. It always accompanies it so well, whether it be the slow romantic theme of Colette and Linguini or Remy and his like relationship with cooking. Like It's just amazing to see and hear how well it accompanies it. Um, it's outstanding and the older you get the more you appreciate it it's just one of those movies that is amazing and <clears throat> I believe you should definitely try watching it and like really looking at it because there's so much more to it than what meets the eye and that's pretty simple how it goes and like I said before there hasn't been a real serious movie like this since Ratatouille it's been about 13 years and there's a lot of like people that like enjoy and adore this movie like literally before making this I watched an hour video dissecting this movie piece by piece and I wish I could do the same for this podcast but I would be here for like an hour just like that guy did so I'm doing my best to like compress this all in five minutes so that you can have the same inspiration I did to watch this movie again and again and again and analyze it for what it is and I think one of the best points is that like I said before there hasn't been a real good movie like this since Ratatouille there's been a lot of just kid movies since then and yeah Ratatouille is a kid's movie by standard but if you really think about it there's so many like adult themes like the chefs and the cooks themselves, they're that's not like kid friendly. Like there's two that are in the mafia and there's one that killed a man with his thumb. That's probably one of the other scenes you remember. 
like he that's he always makes up a different story to what how he killed that person but we don't know but bottom line is he killed someone and then there's Colette who deals with like themes of how she has to like bring herself up how she's the only woman in the kitchen and she has to raise herself to a higher standard and she feels like she has that like burden on her to just prove herself constantly because she's the only woman that is cooking in there and that's another adult theme that plays out so much in just life in general now and there's so many other adult themes um within this movie and it's kind of rare that people get to see it like that and I hope that this podcast um maybe Maybe you want to watch it again, or maybe just maybe you want to watch a movie in general that is similar to this in any way. But I hope you enjoyed this, and thank you for tuning in for Jonas's movie serenade. Goodbye.